Today, we are going to hit the top 10 most commonly asked questions, and I'm going to give you the answers. Big can my account get? What happens to my Roth IRA when I die? Can't do a Roth IRA. I make too much money, Matt. Welcome, everyone, to the Directed IRA Podcast. This is Matt Sorensen. I'm flying solo today, but don't worry. I'm staying in my lane talking about my favorite topic, Roth IRAs. Today, we are going to hit the top 10 most commonly asked questions, and I'm going to give you the answers. These are the things you've got to know about a Roth IRA, whether you've got one or you want to have one. You need to know these rules. So let's hit the top 10 questions. I'm going to start with the easy ones. Number one. The easiest question, how much can I put in my Roth IRA every year? What is the annual contribution limit? The good news is in 2023, it just went up from $6,000 a year to $6,500. So for 2023, you could put $6,500 a year into your Roth IRA. If you're married and you got a spouse, your spouse can put $6,500 in. If you got kids with earned income, they could put $6,500 in. Okay, So this is on the individual level. Each of us get to put in $6,500 per year. Now, if you are 50 or older, you get to throw an extra 1000 bucks in. So it's $7,500 a year that you get to put in if you're age 50 or older. Now, there are some rules about your age that are gone. You used to not be able to contribute after age 72. But now, as long as you still have earned income, you could be 80, 90, 100 years old and still putting money in to your Roth IRA. It's one of the great perks about it. There's been some new changes. You can put more money in. And there's no income, uh, should you say there's no age restriction on when you can put the money in. All right, so we covered that. How much can I put in? Now, the next question is kind of similar to this. And this is a really common question I think people should know the answer to, which is how big can my account get? A lot of people are thinking, how large can my Roth IRA be? I can only put 6,500 bucks a year in. Is there a cap on how large the account can be? No, there's not. There's no cap on the size of your Roth IRA. Peter Thiel has a $6 billion Roth IRA, right? He's a venture capitalist, investor, entrepreneur, very famous, um, was in the press about this a few years ago. There's even legislation that came out in Build Back Better, if you remember that bill that failed. This was part of many things in that, that were in that bill, but that was one thing in it. They wanted to limit the size of the account. President Biden's budget proposal right now also is trying to limit your account whether it's a Roth or traditional, frankly, to be $10 million, right? But there is no legal requirement. There's been some, you know, this is meant not to be partisan here, but the Democrats have pushed to put caps on retirement accounts to limit the size of your investment growth. But right now, the, none of those have had any likelihood of passing. Um, frankly, it's been even since the Obama administration, they tried to get caps in and they controlled, you know, the presidency, the Senate, the House, even Biden had it. They couldn't even pass it within the Democratic Party. So um, so I don't think we're going to have caps. I never planned for it, but there have been some legislation about it. But don't get confused and hear the news about this. There is no cap. Okay, Our, My largest client has a $300 million account. All right, He started at zero. He started at zero. He put in his 6000 bucks or 5500 whenever it was he started. He converted some traditional dollars to Roth. And then he started investing and making really good investments. So there's no limit on the amount of your investment returns. Your account can get as large as you want. What if I make too much money? This is a common question about whether you can do a Roth IRA or not. A lot of people are like, well, I'm high income. I've been told I can't do a Roth IRA. I make too much money, Matt. That's not true. 
Okay. If you're a high income earner, you can still put money into a Roth IRA. Now there is a rule on this and this is where it gets confused because there's a rule that says if you make more than $138,000 single or $218,000 a year married, you cannot make a regular Roth IRA contribution. Cool. There's a way around this. This is the next tip here. (laughs) This is my next question is, well, what's the backdoor Roth IRA? Say there's a this strategy called the backdoor Roth IRA. I do it. We have lots of clients do it. You can do it here at Directed IRA. You can do it at Fidelity. You could do it wherever. Okay, it's a very common strategy. Any high income earner, you don't make a regular Roth IRA contribution because you're over the income limits. But you can still have a Roth IRA and you can still put 6500 bucks in a year, 7500 if you're 50 or older. Well, how do I do it? It's the backdoor Roth IRA. Now, I know that sounds salacious, but hang with me here on what the backdoor Roth IRA is. What you're doing in a backdoor Roth IRA is you're opening a traditional IRA and you're contributing to it. It's not deductible. You don't take a tax deduction on it. It's called a non-deductible contribution. This is not something you do at your custodian. This is just something you know it on your taxes. You don't take a deduction for it. And then you convert that traditional non-deductible contribution to Roth. So effectively, you have 6500 bucks in a Roth IRA at the end of the year. It's the same thing if you would have just put 6500 bucks in. So the backdoor Roth IRA is two things. It's a traditional account with a, with a uh, non-deductible contribution that's traditional that you simply convert over to Roth. There's no income restriction on doing that and the Roth. There's no income restriction on non-deductible contributions. So you could be you know Warren Buffett, Elon Musk, whoever you want, making you know hundreds of millions of dollars a year. You could still be doing a backdoor Roth IRA, okay? Now, there's a little more twist to the backdoor Roth IRA. If you have other traditional IRA dollars, you need to convert those first. But frankly, you should be doing that anyways. If you're trying to get Roth dollars, just convert what you already got on the table. So a lot more on that. We have separate podcast episodes just on the backdoor Roth IRA. But the backdoor Roth IRA is a legitimate strategy. Now, this is also a strategy that they were trying to close out in prior legislation. So there have been ways that they've tried to close out this loophole, but those legislation, that, that stuff's all failed. So the backdoor Roth area is a tried and true strategy. It's not going anywhere. Um, like I said, I use it. Lots of our clients use that. All right. What can I invest in with the Roth IRA? Now, a lot of people are familiar with what can you own in a Roth IRA? What can you own in any retirement account? Most people just think of stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. That's not the only asset your IRA can own. I mean, our company, Directed IRA, our clients come here because they don't want to own that stuff. Actually, they come to us because they want to own real estate. They want to invest in a startup, in a small business, in a private company, in a private fund. They don't want to just go buy some overpriced ETF or stock. They want to invest in a small business. They want to invest in real estate. They want to private lend their money. They're doing these quote-unquote alternative assets that are more Main Street assets, assets they believe in. And so that's what we do every day at our company, Directed IRA, and your Roth IRA can own that type of stuff. Okay, we have clients that own professional sports teams with their Roth IRA. We have clients that have owned racehorses, that own, I have owned crypto in my account. I've, I have private money loans to other real estate investors. I've owned rental properties in my retirement account. These are all assets you can actually own in your retirement account. Okay, so don't just think you're limited to the stocks, bonds, and mutual funds at the brokerage IRA. You are limited to that with your brokerage Roth IRA while you're at the brokerage. Okay, They're only letting you invest in what they sell. So you've got to move your account to a Roth IRA provider that's quote-unquote self-directed, and they'll let you invest into assets that 
aren't on them. You don't have to be on the menu. It could be real estate. It could be a small business. It could be a private company. It could be a private loan. It could be crypto. It could be a private fund. It could be a syndication. These are all assets your Roth IRA can own if you have it self-directed. And that's, of course, what we're doing every day here at Directed IRA. All right. Um, how do I get money out of my Roth IRA with no penalty? A lot of people are like, well, Matt, I, I'm only 30. I've got you know 10 years of contributions in there, let's say. I've been putting it in since I'm 20. And I got $65,000 of contributions and it's gone up in value. It's now worth a hundred grand. What am I going to, I need that money out. How do I get it out early? I don't want to wait till I'm 59 and a half because that's the normal age when you can pull money out of a retirement account. 59 and a half is when you can start pulling money out. But what if I want it early? You can have it early. All right. That's one of the cool things about Roth IRAs. It's super unique in a traditional IRA. You can't pull money out whenever you want. You have to wait till you're 59 and a half or you have to have some hardship exception, which are very hard to get. But in a Roth IRA, all the contributions you put in, in that example I gave earlier, 10 years of contributions of 6,500 bucks, $65,000, the account's now worth 100,000. You can pull out your contributions at any time. You can pull it out next year. If you put money in now, you put in 6,500 bucks and you're like, ah, I need it six months later. Something came up. The AC unit went out of my house or, well, I don't know. You have some financial situation that arises. You can pull it out. Pull it out whenever you want. No penalty. Okay. So contributions always come out whenever you want. No penalty. The earnings. So think of that $100,000 account, that 35,000 of earnings, that investment growth, that you pay a penalty to take out early. So you've got to wait till you're 59 and a half to pull that money out. So uh, keep in mind, though, the Roth IRA is unique in that you can pull the money out early. All right. You do not have to wait until you're 59 and a half. Now, the regular age, though, when you can pull money out is 59 and a half. That is the age. And this is always a question. What, when can I finally pull the money out? What if I want the earnings out, Matt? I want to get all the money out. That's 59 and a half. That's retirement plan age. That's when you can start pulling money out of your Roth IRA is age 59 and a half. And you can take out whatever you want. Now, one other cool thing about Roth IRAs is there's no required minimum distribution. You don't have to take money out if you don't want to. In your traditional IRA, by the way, if you have a traditional IRA, when you hit 72, you have to start taking money out. The government forces you to start taking money out. But in a Roth IRA, there's no requirement, okay? There's no requirement to pull money out early. You can take money out whenever you want, if it's, if it's contributions, and earnings, you pull out whenever you want after 59 and a half, but you're not required to. All right. So that's a nice perk of the Roth IRA is I get everything out at 59 and a half and there's no requirement that I pull it out. Okay. I don't have to pull it out if I don't want to. A, one common question that I get that kind of throws people for a curve and they haven't heard about is the five-year rule. So a lot of people are like, Matt, what's the five-year rule? I've heard about a five-year rule for Roth IRAs. There is a rule called the five-year rule that says, if you want to pull out your earnings, let's go back to that example. Six years of contributions of 6,500 bucks. You got 65,000, but the account's gone up in value from your investments. It's worth 100,000. So I've got $35,000 of earnings there. If you want to pull that money out, you have to have had it in for five years, the 35 grand here, and you must be 59 and a half. So you have to have a Roth IRA account for five years. It's not that the money all has to have been in there for five years. You just have had to have an account with a dollar in it for at least five years. Okay, so that's the five-year rule, and the clock starts when you first open a Roth IRA. It doesn't. It could be any Roth IRA. You could have 10 Roth IRA accounts. We just have to look at the very first one that was established and when you put $1 in it. 
Now we count five years and now you can start pulling money out whenever you want. So let's say you were 57, okay? And you just barely started a Roth IRA. You start putting money in, it's growing. Let's say you've put 10,000 bucks in and the account's now worth 15,000. And you're like, well, I'm 60 now. I want to take money out. I'm 59 and a half, Matt. I want to take the money out. I want to take the earnings out too. I want to take the whole 15. Well, you can't. You've got to wait the five years in addition to being 59 and a half to take the earnings out, all right? So the earnings have this little five-year rule on it. So just make sure you're careful on that. Sometimes that comes into account. 99% of people don't need to worry about it, but every once in a while it trips someone up. That's the five-year rule. How do I move my Roth IRA? A lot of people are like, why my IRA is over here at XYZ Company and I don't want to be there. I'm at Fidelity or TD Ameritrade or you know, Robin Hood, I don't know. And I don't want to be there. I want to move to another IRA company. I want to move to a self-directed IRA provider. I want to be able to invest in alternative assets. How do I move my account? Is there a tax for that? Do I pay a penalty? No. Okay. It's called a trustee to trustee transfer. That's how you move money from an account. Let's say your bank or your broker dealer, I think Fidelity, TD Ameritrade over to a self-directed IRA provider, or you want to go from Schwab, you know, to Vanguard, you know, whatever. Okay. You're just changing the provider of the account. It's still a Roth IRA in your name. You're just moving it from one provider of Roth IRAs to another provider of Roth IRAs. Okay. So that is not taxable. You can move one account to the other. You want to do it in what's called a trustee to trustee transfer. Do not do a 60 day rollover. What happens in a 60-day rollover is you get the money and you have 60 days to put it back into a Roth IRA. Never touch the money. I can't tell you how many times I've seen clients miss the 60 days or they did too many 60-day rollovers because you can only do one every 12 months and the second rollover is defunct and they can't get the money back in and it's distributed. The best way when moving money from your retirement accounts is always do trustee to trustee transfer. So just have it go from the current custodian it's at and company over to the new company you want the funds to go to. They will send it directly. Every day at DirectedI, we're processing 30, 40 transfers a day where we're moving money from a brokerage IRA of one of our clients over to their self-directed IRA account with us, okay? Trustee to trustee transfer. You can do as many of those as you want. No tax, no penalty. You're just changing the provider of the account. Um, let's see here. How do I change my traditional IRA to a Roth IRA? A lot of people are like, Matt, Dang, I've got a traditional IRA or I've got this old employer 401k of traditional funds and I want to be in the Roth party. I want to have a Roth IRA. I want this tax-free growth that when the money comes out, I don't pay any taxes at the end of the day. And right now I'm sitting on a traditional IRA. Let's say it's got a hundred grand in it and I'm 40 and I'm looking 20 years down the road. I want to use this, but that hundred thousand account might be worth a million bucks if I'm investing it right over the next 20 years. I don't want to pay taxes on a million bucks when I start pulling the money out at retirement. How do I get to a Roth? Can I change my traditional to a Roth? Yes, you can. You can change your traditional IRA to a Roth. It's called a Roth conversion. Okay, you've got to convert the account over to Roth. Now, what you do, you have to submit a Roth request to your provider of your account to convert those dollars to Roth. You will set up a new Roth account, and now the funds are all over into a Roth account. So you, all you have to do is make a written election to change it. It's pretty sweet. Now you've got a Roth IRA and it grows and comes out tax-free. But there's one catch, all right? This, there's one catch and this is a big one. Let's say it's that $100,000 account and you want to convert that whole 100000 over to Roth and it's traditional right now. Well, again, you can do it. We just explained how to do it. You got to make a written election. You open a Roth account, done. Now you got a Roth IRA with hundred grand in it. Your custodian is going to send you, and this is the catch, 
the 1099R for $100,000. Now I got to take that 100,000 1099R and put it on my tax return in 2023. Okay. And I got to pay tax on that $100,000. If I'm in a 30% federal tax bracket and 5% state, I'm paying 35% tax on that, right? I'm paying 35 grand in taxes to have made that conversion. Now that sucks, right? That sucks. And at first glance, you're like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to have to pay taxes now. I'd rather pay taxes later in retirement. Maybe, but hear me out on this, why you might want to do that. What's going to happen when you have a million dollars in your account and you start pulling that out? You're in your 60s and 70s and you're drawing on your retirement account. What tax bracket are you going to be in then? I don't know. Let's say you're in the same tax bracket. Maybe tax rates go up, they go down. Who knows? I don't know. But let's say you're in the same tax bracket. Now to get that million dollars out, I got to pay $350,000 in taxes. If I'm in the same 30% federal and 5% state, so why don't I bite the bullet now on the smaller amount and then I can avoid future taxes? So if I can get a tenfold growth from a hundred thousand to a million dollar account, I'm also saving a tenfold of taxes by making the conversion now. So it sucks now. It's you gotta pay now. I know it's painful, but we'd rather pay taxes on the seed, on the small amount of money now that we have, the hundred thousand in this example, rather than paying taxes on the harvest of a million. Why would I opt to pay taxes on the larger amount at the end of the day? So um, that's the the decision-making there on the Roth IRA. Um, And you can change from a traditional IRA to a Roth IRA. It's called a Roth conversion. Just keep in mind, you do have a tax on that. Now, there's lots of strategies on what we talk about. When converting to a Roth IRA, you can chunk it. So if you have that $100,000 account, maybe you do $50,000 here in 2023. And then on January 1st of 2024, you do the other fifty grand, And now you've got the whole $100,000 converted into tradition, from traditional to Roth. That's cool. We've chunked it. Um, and I've broken up the tax liability into two years, keeping me in a lower tax bracket. Also putting the tax burden over over a two-year window. So there's some ways to try and minimize that and be a little strategic for tax purposes. But um, at the end of the day, if you believe in growing your account and you want to have tax-free wealth, that is the Roth IRA. You can get there. You just have to convert your traditional to Roth. All right. Now there's some other questions here I get, and I've mentioned some of them. These are some bonus questions I just want to hit here at the end, which is, do Roth IRAs have RMD? No, Roth IRAs do not have RMD, required minimum distributions. You can keep investing that account for as long as you want, all right? If you're 59 and a half, you're 70, you're 80, you can keep investing that. You do not have to start pulling money out. If you've got a traditional IRA, and this is why you might know about RMD, required minimum distributions, when you hit 72, it's going to eventually go to 73. The age keeps going up a little bit. It's, it's indexed now. You've got to start pulling money out of that account. So, RMD does not apply to Roth IRAs. It does to your traditional accounts, 401ks or traditional IRAs, but it does not apply to your Roth IRA. What happens to my Roth IRA when I die? I mean, (laughs) we're not like looking forward to that death, but this is a common question. You got to think about it. The first thing to know is you've got to make sure you have your beneficiary designation completed on your Roth IRA account. Beneficiary designation is what's going to control. I don't care what's in your will. I don't care what's in your trust. That is not what determines who gets your retirement account when you die. It's what is on your beneficiary designation form at the account level. So here at Directed IRA, you're going to have to fill that out. Any other custodian, you got to fill out 
who is the beneficiary of your account when you die. Now, if you listed your spouse, which is the most common, it's easy. They can do what's called a spousal rollover. So when you pass away, your surviving spouse can just roll the account over into their name. And for a Roth IRA, it's freaking awesome because that just becomes a Roth IRA in their name. They can keep investing it. They don't have any RMD. That account just continues on. And that tax-free vehicle, that tax-free growth just keeps going for your surviving spouse. You might not be around, but your tax-free Roth IRA still is, okay? So that's something. Now, the other thing that happens is if you pass away and let's say you don't have a surviving spouse and it goes to your kids or to what's called a non-spouse beneficiary, they can take what's called an inherited Roth IRA. And an inherited Roth IRA, what happens is they receive it. It has to be named specifically as inherited Roth IRA and they get 10 years to use it, keep investing it before they got to distribute the whole thing. All right. And so that's the inherited Roth IRA. Non-spouses that inherited account have to take in that way. It's a 10-year window. This is a change, by the way, of the last few years. You used to be able to continue these on for the life of your surviving children or any other non-spouse beneficiaries. But um, Congress recently changed this a few years ago. Now we've got a 10-year window. All right. So there's a 10-year window on non-spouse beneficiaries where they can still invest it, but they got to close the whole thing out and distribute it by the end of 10 years. So, all right, now these are the most common questions we get about Roth IRAs. There's so much more to learn about it, but let me just say it is the most important vehicle for building and investing to grow wealth. There's no other way to put more money in. There's just not a better way to do it. I don't know how else to say it. I'm kind of like, what? There is not a better way to build wealth in a tax-free vehicle than a Roth IRA, okay? Let's just make sure we understand the points there. That money grows. When I'm investing and making money, it's not going on my 1040. It's not going on my tax return. Okay. I don't pay taxes as I grow. I got to keep investing the whole thing. The whole thing is to get invested and compound and grow and grow and grow. I'm not taking one third of my profits and paying the IRS or my state. So I get to invest the whole thing. And that keeps compounding in over 20, 30 years of investing. That is huge. Second thing, when I pull the money out for my taxes, it comes out totally tax-free. There's no tax on the way out. Okay? You don't pay any taxes, you're pulling money out. In your traditional accounts, you do. They're only tax deferred. You're kicking the can down the road. Now, I like paying taxes later rather than not now, but how about paying taxes never? That's what you're getting in the Roth IRA. You never pay tax even on the way out. And the third thing, remember what's also cool about this, you can take the money out that you put in whenever you want. That's 6500 bucks you put in every year as a contribution. If you need it back for whatever reason, take it out. There's no restriction. There's no penalty. It's only the earnings and growth that gets stuck in there that you have to wait till you're 59 and a half. So the Roth IRA is an awesome tool. Everyone should have one. Don't think you're cut out of the party. If you're high income, there's a way to still get that with the backdoor Roth IRA. That is the Roth IRA. We've got a lot more resources on it. We have a self-directed IRA summit, by the way, where we do a whole section on Roth IRAs. That's coming up October 20th and 21st. It's going to be in Raleigh, North Carolina. You can also catch it virtually online. That's sdiraSummit.com, sdiraSummit.com. And then on our page at Directed IRA, we've got a Roth IRA page, tons of resources there, quick start guides, um, lots of other podcast episodes we've done specifically on Roth accounts, the backdoor Roth in particular, if you need to know that strategy and a little more detail on that. So tons of content here. Make sure you know the number one account type we have at Directed IRA. That is the most popular account we have here. There's a reason for it. It's tax-free wealth. Thanks, everyone. We're going to be back next week, of course, with another amazing episode of...